This is CliffCentral.com. What is up everybody? It is Thursday and you are live with the Millennial Gen Show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was about to say the Millennial Gen team, but it's just me today, yet again. But don't stress, we still have more heat, more fire. We've got an incredible producer here talking about his career and the dope horror movie that's coming out soon. We've got a singer with some pipes that you cannot believe. And we have some more of the homies from the internet wave. So without ado, how about we jump in with our first guest. Hello there, how are you doing? I'm doing alright man. I'm good, good. Thank you so much for coming in. It's a pleasure to have you here. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell the people who you are. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Dumi Gumbi, uh, local film producer based here in Johannesburg. Yeah, wow. And we're very happy to have you because we actually we met up with you at the Broke Ass Showcase and we saw a snippet of your movie, which we're going to talk about right now. And I have to say, that snippet scared me. <laughs> that thing had my leg shaking. It was so creepy. All right, so the movie that we are talking about is called The Tokoloshi, and it comes out tomorrow, correct? Comes out tomorrow, uh, yeah, nationwide, uh, across both uh, State Kiniko and New Metro Cinemas. Uh, if you go to our social media pages, uh, all the different... Uh, uh, theaters that it's screening at, uh, we've, we've put up, we've put up uh, on our social media pages. That's really cool. So now, tell us what's what is some of the significance of this movie? Well, I mean, um, you know, this film probably came across my my inbox about 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine who also is a is a is part of the industry, but she's more sort of like on the on the financial side of things. She sent me the script. Uh, I read it, uh, and you usually pretty much can tell if it's a good script if you can mm. read it from beginning to end without really uh, being distracted by other things. Yeah. So I probably read it for in, a, in an hour and a half, uh, and also that's critical because uh, if you read a script in in ninety minutes, it pretty much tells you that like that's how long the running time is. Yeah. Because everything is happening. It's action. Yeah. Uh, it's happening in real time. So, uh, and I immediately wanted to get involved uh, with it. Uh, the guys who were writing it, uh, Jerome and Richard, uh, mm-hmm. they'd been probably working on the film for four or five years before that. Okay. Uh, so we quickly snapped it up. Uh, and what I really liked about it was it was a different kind of horror film. You know, uh, you know, I went to film school in America, so uh, I, t- I took my film studies very seriously. So I didn't really think I was going to be doing genre films. Mm. When I was at film school, uh, so so horror is something that I had never really considered. Mm-hmm. But this was a very poignant script. Uh, it was very cerebral. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't your typical sort of like slasher, blood and gore. Yeah, uh, horror. So like that's what drew me to it. Uh, uh, and then we basically then helped uh, Richard and Jerome. Uh, who was also Jerome is also the director. His first his first feature film. Hmm. Uh, so like yeah, we we just basically got stuck in and, and got it made. I mean the 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 film. What I mean by cerebral uh, is is uh, it's more psychological than hmm. a horror. So it's sort of like uh, you you have your horror genre, then you have different sub genres within yeah. that within that main genre. So like this one is more psychological psychological thriller horror. Sure. Uh, so it's it's more like. What's really happening with our lead actor? 
our lead character, mm. uh, Boosie. You know, uh, when the film starts, she's just come from the rural KZN village, uh, running away from her family, uh, leaving her sister behind and mm. her parents. Uh, and then it's about her getting into Joburg and getting a job. And mm. she gets a, she gets a job as a night shift janitor at this sort of like old rundown hospital. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we try to basically have those, uh, horror themes within the film, even yeah. though it's not sort of like your typical horror. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that. That sounds, that's the type of genre I like. Cause I mean, for, in terms of horror movies, slashes are, they're entertaining, but you lose something in all of that kind of, that goriness, you know? Yeah. Correct. So, so I, I really appreciate that. And I'm definitely going to go and check this thing out tomorrow. Oh, and I would you. advise all of my listeners to do the same thing. Uh, so let's talk about you for a little bit. So you said you went to film school in America. What film school did you go to? Which film school did you I, go to? I went to, uh, a film school called, uh, the School of Museum of Fine Arts, mm-hmm. uh, which is affiliated with Tufts University. Okay. In, that's in Boston. Uh, so School of Museum of Fine Arts, there's a Museum of Fine Arts. Uh, so that's the affiliation. Uh, so it's, it was more so of a, of an artistic film school mm-hmm. because obviously of the fine art angle. Uh, so yeah, I, I went there, enjoyed it, had a lot of fun. Uh, the weekend started on Wednesdays. <laughs> uh, As it is with most universities. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was a very weird school because like, uh, we used to have block, we used to have block sessions. Yeah. Uh, the, the classes started from nine till 12 mm-hmm. and then from 12 to one we'll have, we'll have, uh, we'll have lunch and then from two to five. So we're sort of like a already working type environment. Yeah. So like that kind of nine to five vibe. So like, yeah, so it was, uh, it was, it was cool. And you know, you could sort of like saunter in at 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we didn't really Perfect have time. Ex- yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> Perfect time for us to be, uh, in, in, uh, in, 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 in college and, and have fun. And uh, that was great. It was like, you know, living in a big city like Boston, mm. you want to explore as well. You yeah. Know? So yeah, it was, it was good. I can imagine. So what made you choose America over South Africa? I'm assuming that the, the opportunities weren't as great, yeah? Mm. Well, I'm old. So I might, I might, I might not look it, but I'm old. <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, when my dad, uh, went over there, I pleaded and begged that I come along with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, so I, 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 I went with him, you know, uh, and you know, it wasn't that I chose, it was sort of like the circumstances that I found myself in. So okay. I went there, I finished high school there, then I went to, I went to college and I went to film school. Okay. So this was in Boston. Yeah. So how long did you live in Boston for? Uh, for nine years. Nine years. That's a, that's a nice time to be in America. We actually have someone new in the booth. So hi, how are you yes. doing? How are you? Good. Thank you. Do you mind just speaking directly into the mic so we can hear you nice and clearly? Yes, uh, the the lead actor, the, the the star of the film, has decided to join. Us. Hi, thank you so much for finally joining us. I am so sorry. It is no problem at all. We are just happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So, why don't you introduce yourself to the people? Okay, so I am Petronella Nunsegele Lochuma. Sure. <laughs> sure. Hi, yes. Petronella. You know it's serious, right? When yo. You you the full name. Yo, 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 yo. Yes, we have to. Yo, I wasn't expecting that. So you are the lead actress from the film, am I correct? Yes. So tell us a bit about the experience of this movie. What was it like making this movie? It wasn't easy. It wasn't mm-hmm. easy. I mean, I don't think it's an easy um, genre to tell. I don't, it was, it was definitely not an easy character to play. Mm. So I think like a lot of the times my experience on set was actually, um, dark. 
because that's the world I had to be in. Yeah. So whether we were on, whether we were taking or not, it was just like I had to be in a in zone mindset, in yeah. order for me to be truthful. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't easy. So I think. Yeah, you basically had to stay away from it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And a lot of like the crew people probably thought Ben Klein. Because <laughs> hands are my exercise. <laughs> things like that. Like I, mean, I had to go into a world that I myself was not familiar with. But I mean, that means that you must have given a truly authentic performance. I wanted to. I and really. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Oh, I can't wait, and I hope you really enjoy it. Why don't you tell us a bit about your character, this person so, that you had to live in this mind for yeah. for so long? Tell us a bit about them. So, Obusisiwe, I mean, for me, is this um, rural girl who's mm-hmm. from a village. It can be any village in South Africa, mm-hmm. and um, having gone through. What she's gone through and her and her past, she tries to escape, and mm. everyone tries to go to the city of gold, which is Joburg. Yes. And a lot of like, um, you know, when we try and run away from a lot of the monsters from our past, we end up actually attracting the same monsters That's in our presence until we actually deal with the problem itself. Mm. So therefore, running away from um, that, she actually finds it in Joburg mm. as well, which. For her to actually finally get to the root Is for her to go back home mm. And actually sure. deal With this monster Wow <laughs> This sounds so tense guys I'm getting chills It's getting so cold in this booth Oh no, my this goodness this cold Yeah 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 Okay so I wanna This is directed at both of you But we can start with you What would you say One of the biggest challenges That you faced While making this movie Come to light was well, I mean, it was. I mean, it's probably one of the few films that it, it wasn't really that difficult to to actually get the financing for. Mm. Uh, uh, so yeah, it wasn't really that difficult. I think it was really about uh, g- getting through the production phase. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, like you know, the, this film deals with a very heavy subject matter. Mm. You know, and I think people will when they go to watch the film or if they see the reviews that have been. Done already uh, on the film because this film has already been in, in eleven film festivals across Jeez. the world. You know, so mm-hmm. people have been writing. What? About, yeah, people have been writing about it. So the film has gone from uh, South Korea, that's where it had its its world premiere, mm-hmm. uh, to to London at Fright Fest, uh, to a number of film festivals across Europe. My brother was actually at Fright Fest. I asked oh. him if he saw it there. Yeah, you must sure. ask him. Uh, and actually, at Fright Fest, actually, it's re- it received quite a lot of uh, good reviews mm. from uh, from. Serious horror uh, fanatics as well as uh, critics. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so the film, I think, I think, as Petronella said, I think the production part, as it as it usually is, <coughs> you know, uh, you spend four to five or six weeks on set. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with weird uh, personalities because <laughs> the film industry is full of them, uh, and because of also like limitations on the budget, you know, you have big ideas when it comes to some of the stunts that you mm. want to do, uh, but then you sort of like when you get to the actual production part of it It's then about trying to Creatively convey what's on the script hmm. uh, So I think uh, And then the post-production I think the post-production Because it involves a lot of visual effects mm. uh, there's, a, there's a 3D monster in the film Yes, there's a 3D CGI full, Fully-fledged monster I think we saw some of the clothes of it in that Yeah, exactly yeah. So like if, you look at the, if you look at the poster uh, That's actually the uh, the, the the monster that you see in the film, 
so like that was challenging in itself mm. and I think we really wanted to spend time making sure that the monster looked as good as what Hollywood is producing. Jeez. That's that's really cool. Like mm-hmm. this is this is a great production. So I remember you said that it's been all over the world and all of these places. So what made you start like do the premiere in Asia, not here. Is it just because the horror markets are more accepting there, or? Yes, uh, it was very strategic. Boss, what happened was, and I'm not, I'm not supposed to speak about this, but I will in any case. Uh, so the film, actually, the, the the two, yeah. So there's there's a there's a big horror festival in Montreal called Fantasia. Mm-hmm. They wanted the film for its for the world premiere status, and. And Bifan in South Korea also wanted the film. Mm. Uh, and the festivals run basically around similar uh, uh, dates. So we had to choose one. one or the other. We wanted to be at both, but like we had, we, ch- we finally chose South Korea because, as you said, horror is much more celebrated mm. in that part of the world. So it was a business, it was a strategic business decision mm. for us to actually do that. To so like, okay, we're going to launch it in, in South Korea. So, finally enough, that strategy has worked because. The film opens tomorrow here in South Africa, and then a week later it actually opens in in, in Vietnam, uh, and then we've sold the film to uh, to probably four or five or six other Southeast That's incredible. Asian territories. So Indonesia, Malaysia, uh, Vietnam, and, I, and I'm forgetting the other ones. I'm sure I'll remember. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. So like, so that's that's what we wanted to do. Mm. So uh, so it it wasn't sort of like uh, horror. In traditionally in the South African market don't do well. Yeah. Right. So we've always looked at this film as an international film. So that's why we, we, we came up with a festival strategy that sort of like goes around the world first and then we release the film, uh, in, in uh, at home. That's cool. I think that's smart though. Cause I mean, one thing about South Africans is they seem to be more accepting of things when they come mm. from elsewhere, even if it was made here, you know, like yes. case in point with what you're talking about. If you'd launched it here, it probably wouldn't have been as well received, even though it's shot here, it's filmed here, it includes characters from here. But you know, so I think there's, there's a bit of a way that South African, Cult, let me not say culture, but like yeah. respect for the genre you guys are in needs to go a long way before we can do stuff like releasing it here. Yeah. Even beyond the genre, I think just um, accepting and being just receiving our films, mm. our storytelling, we shouldn't wait for because America likes it. We should no, like it. Exactly. You know what I mean? We, we should make a trend here. Right? Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay, so Petronella, yeah. you are, are you an actress full time? Is that is yeah. that that's your hustle? Tell that's me about that hustle. What got you into <laughs> being an actress? Besides this incredible yeah. talent that I've heard so much about. Oh wow, thanks. I really like I was just I don't know. I feel like it was something that called me, you know? I started performing when I was 7 years old in church and in school and it was just the one place I loved being mm. was stage and I loved performing because I had all this energy and I was a very naughty child like stout <laughs> I was always getting reprimanded I was raised in Yeovil Hillbrook I was always on the streets I was always in the parks so I was just that kid and when I was on stage it was wow yeah. I brought certain reactions I loved how the crowd would react mm. Whether I'd made them smile or, or laugh or whatever it was, I really, just and that the, yeah, and I just love the energy. And 
you know, when I was young, Ukoko was like, you know, back then it was a ritual in every home. Mm-hmm. Oh, Miss South Africa or Miss World. And really, like, my grandmother thought I was going to be skinny and tall. <laughs> and I was going to be Miss South Africa one day. I was like, not a chance. I was a tomboy and I, the acting bug was the one. Mm. So from age of seven, it was like, okay, I want to do this. Mm. And since then, it's like, it's just what I pursued in school. And I've just, I've been hustling for. And that's how yeah, you gotta and, do it. And she's really good in this film, you know. Mm, uh, I mean, uh, we've, uh, I mean, I first saw Petronella in uh, Of Good Report. Uh, she was, she was, she was fantastic in that film. And mm. I, and I thought, wow, it should be very nice to actually work with her mm. to one yeah. day. And then, yeah, with this film, the, the opportunity came. Actually, yeah. there's a, there's a bit of a story there. Uh, we were yeah. doing Skype calls, mm-hmm. uh, Skype video calls, but she was in London when we yeah. said, when we approached her to be in this film. Ooh. I was just like me. <laughs> You're gonna give me a call. You, you know what I mean. But it's just it's the trust yeah. where where it's you know they always say your last performance is your best performance. Mm-hmm. So it's like for us if just the same way with this film. I wanted this film to really do well. Yeah. And I really you know what you you want to deliver. You want you want to give your best. Yeah. To be honest. And so um and that's what i tried to do i did something in this film where i'd watched other veterans i've worked mm. with big actors and they always say you come into a scene prepared yeah and i didn't know what that was cuz i would literally chill in green rooming so okay, <laughs> i'm about to go and say well, oh okay time to get into character now <laughs> and it i always failed and yeah. some of the work that i've done because I feel like set has been school. Mm. Some of the work that I've done, you can see, this is rubbish right here, where I was not prepared. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't prepared. And I knew what was on, like, I I, I just, for myself, I knew what I wanted to bring. I didn't want to let the producers down, Dumi and Kati and Jerome, the director, for trusting me and saying, listen, we trust you. Mm. And I, at first, because I'd come in, and we hadn't had two weeks of rehearsals and my director was like, hmm. I could tell there were moments where he wasn't sure. He was <laughs> like, is this because we didn't have enough time to spend? And then when I asked, I was like, trust me. I know exactly what you want. I mm. know this. I know Busisiwe. I've got her. And then when the cameras rolled on the first day, I was like, he was shocked. He was like, <laughs> you brought it. You came to stay like, prepared. I was like, no, I, I had to find her within me. We, you know, it's a journey, mm. yeah. and and it's just about knowing the stakes. I like yo, And also, you know, I think what was great about working with Petronella was also like she brought something to the to the to the film. You know, uh, the script called that this character had a dog. Mm. You know. It was a dog, right? Yeah, it? yeah, it was a dog, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then she she came up with something where she was like, "Yeah, but would this character actually have a dog?" You know, uh, yeah, so you know we what? so we actually we actually scrapped that. <laughs> you know, uh, so like you know, so and that's what we like, and, and yeah. that's why film is great like that, right? You know, you can that be a fine you can be a fine artist and a painter or a printmaker or a sculptor, you know, you go out and you work on your own, whereas with the film, it's very collaborative, mm. you know, and also we like working with actors that's, that bring something of themselves into a project, not just like, ah, oh, here's a script, uh, oh yeah, cool, let's go and do it. So like, you know, that, and also like, there was a very integral part of actually saying, is it true that this character will actually have a pet? Because yeah. their own financial 
well-being isn't really there. You know, so like it didn't make any sense. Yeah, so it really just showcased her understanding of the character, exactly. the, her embodiment of the character, which is amazing. Mm. So, I mean, you, you kind of mentioned how you guys found each other. Yes. You said you saw her in a movie. Yes. So what, what, what are some of the other films, or not films, but some mm-hmm. of the other projects you've been involved in? Well, just a couple of them. <laughs> just but a few. Because, you know, we've Ooh, been doing the She thing. does the shoulder <laughs> off. All right, girl. All right, because this is my fifth film. Ooh. And, um... <laughs> yeah, Shem, no, man. It's just, um... This is my fifth film. You know, um... I've worked on quite a few South African television shows and stuff. Currently, I'm on Rhythm City on ETV. You know, so oh. now the penny drops. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I also have my best friend on another ETV show, so everyone's like, "You guys look alike." I'm like, "No, that's my best friend." Uh, that's yeah. cool. So, what was what's one of your actually? Okay, let's let's ask you the same question. Mm. What are some of the other projects you have been involved in, or some of your favorites? Oh since man, I'm this sure is countless. this is my this is my eighth film. Uh, this is the, the other two, the, this is the sixth film we're releasing as a, as a, as a, as a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two, uh, well, should remain nameless. Uh, was very terrible. Uh, <laughs> yes, it does happen. Uh, I would say, you know, this, this film, you know, it's for us, it's always about the, the, the latest project. You know, the other projects have come and gone. Uh, Mrs. Right Guy has probably been, uh, the most financially successful we've done. Uh, as a as a as a business, mm. uh, because of because of of what it did locally, it went out to Nigeria, it went out to Ghana, it went out to Kenya. Uh, it's probably the first South African film that was released pan Africanly, uh, and it's it, like in Nigeria, it actually stayed on for like five weeks. It was in the top sure. five. Uh, That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was it was a it was a good little it was a good success story. Uh, you know, probably one of the few films locally that actually made a profit mm. uh, and actually paid back its investors and even the producers worked away with, with some decent money. Mm. And it launched a few, it launched a few careers. I, I would like to think, you know, people like Tano Tabete and, uh, Dineo Moketsi mm. are going to be in a, in a film for the first time. Uh, somebody like Lahasa Molloy, a big hunk, big hunky guy <laughs> here. Uh, so like, yeah, that, that probably was very successful, you know, in other films. You know, uh, you know, we did Love by Chance last year, which was a film that we shot in Atlanta. It was an experiment, mm-hmm. uh, using local actors. Atando Akani is in it. So, uh, so that was before the, uh, the, 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 the big Black Panther. Uh, uh, <laughs> before he got uh, too big yeah, for before, all of us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It doesn't, re- <laughs> it doesn't retain my emails anymore. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there were, but that was good. It was like, there was an experiment where we took South African actors. The, in a film in a, that was shot in Thailand, Atlanta. Then mm-hmm. we did the post production here. Uh, also, that film is now streaming live in the in the US on the, on UMC. Uh, so Damn. and then it's that that's open up other other possibility other other possibilities and other potential projects that we will be revealing fairly soon in due you know, time. In yeah. due time, yeah, probably early next year, shooting another film in Atlanta, sure. and maybe Petronella will come mm. and play with us. Ooh. But even though. She doesn't do she doesn't do fluff, you know. Uh, <laughs> she does she does she does serious things, you know. No, we over with this. Series. Oh, okay. I've been oh, saying this. Well, I'm you ha- like you had it here first, guys. Yeah. Right. So we was like, what do we want to do with that film? Is 
have lo- have some of our best local talent working with some of the American talent. Yes, uh, and then, I like that. That sounds s- really cool. Yeah, and see, and and this film we're gonna have we're gonna have big R and B. American singers trying okay. to trying to be actors. Okay, I like it. We wait with bated breath, and you guys are always welcome here again. Thank you so much for coming. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Just in closing, could you guys just say a few things to inspire anybody listening who wants to be where you guys are? You know, just a few things, just like something to just for them to take home and go through in their head. Over Work and over hard again. and go to school. I like it. Uh, I I second that, and I think. Uh, a lot of people think what we do is magical. It's not. It's hard work. Mm. And <laughs> it's just about getting up every day and showing up. So people must show up, get the job done. It's, it, the, what we do is, it looks glamorous, but it's not. Mm. There's a lot of, uh, uh, lull periods where like we're not really doing much. Uh, and you gotta be relentless and you gotta persevere. That's the biggest thing in this business. Mm-hmm. And I think in our next project, we, we're going to try to do something different in how we document the process so that, so we can demystify the process for a lot of people out there. Okay. Sure. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. It was such a pleasure having you. This was so much fun. You guys are incredible. I'm definitely going to go and check out their movie tomorrow. And I would advise every single person listening to this yes. to go and do the same. Yeah, please. Yes. Support local <laughs> Support local. The Tokoloshi coming out 2nd of November yes. nationwide at New Metro and Stoke Kinnacore. Yes. Guys, one more time, thank you so much. Do you want to tell them your social media handles so they can find you, see what you're up to? Hey? Hey, you know, get well, a know. Well, I, I mean, it's just Petronella underscore Chuma on Instagram. And I think it's the same on Twitter. Okay. Uh, so right. uh, for for Twitter at Dogalosha Film, for Facebook, uh, just Facebook uh, forward slash the Dogalosha, and then for uh, Instagram, uh, the Dogalosha. So like, yeah, you can find us there, and all the details where the film is screening are all been posted. Per. Perfect. Guys, one more time, thank you so much. Thank Keep you. doing what you're doing. We look forward to your guys' greatness and everything else that's going to come, especially that movie from ATL. Yes. yes. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, anyways, people, don't go anywhere. I'm going to play a quick song for y'all, and then we will be back with another guest. We'll be back now. Hey, oh sure, sorry, that's a little bit loud What's up, y'all? So shout out to our previous guest Thank you so much for coming through That was so much fun All of y'all must go and check out that movie But we're going to switch it up a little bit Because we got a new guest Hey, say what's up to the people Hello Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I am great, thank you We're so happy to have you here Okay, side note, before you say your name Guys, Uh this girl can... Fucking sing <laughs> like you cannot believe. Oh my lord. Woo! Woo! Okay, now, now tell the people who you are. <laughs> um, the girl who can sing. Hey girl who can my sing. My name is Liz Soul Slade. I'm a singer-songwriter and, um, yeah. 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 Where are you from, you Soul Slade? I'm from Kimberley. Okay. All the way from the Northern Cape. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. How I'm long? Based have, here now. How long have you been in Joe Breezy for? 
Let's not talk about it. It's been too long. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. What? Well, I, I love Joburg, man. Born, but obviously because I'm from here. You're from here, so I'm a little bit biased. But I mean, Joburg. I get it. I get it. Joburg's cool. Joburg's fun. Joburg is fun. It definitely is fun when you're rich. When you're still trying yeah. to figure it out, you're hey. like, oh my goodness. Yeah, hey, you're right there. Hey, mm. those these North kids are just they, oh. they're so hard to keep up with. It's not even worth. Which side of Johannesburg are you from? Uh, as it happens, mm. I'm also a North kid. Uh, I was about <laughs> to say. Not, no, not like that though. Not like, not like those ones. Uh huh. There are know. levels to the North. There's, oh, dude, there's too many levels. Okay, I wouldn't know. My elevator doesn't even go that high. That's what's up. Your you elevator. Know. The fact that you're saying your <laughs> elevator. <laughs> While we're rocking this? two series, your feet. We're what working do you mean though? Feet. An elevator is just in a building. Any building can oh, have an elevator. Okay. Not the yeah. elevator from the kitchen to your room. No, 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 no. It's a different situation. We, we haven't installed that elevator just yet, <laughs> so we're getting there. Nah, I'm playing, y'all. Okay, so tell us about the singer-songwriter thing. How long have you been doing it for? Ooh, since I uh, actually graduated from after. So since then, I, mm-hmm. feel like, oh, I feel like I'm giving away my age. <laughs> I think three years Yeah. now. Oh, my friend's like giving me the side eye. She's like, girl, are you older than that? <laughs> or am I? No, yeah, since wanna, I left. Do you want to divulge your age? Maybe? I mean, I'm turning 25 next week. You don't look, first of all, happy birthday for next week. Oh, oh you don't God. even look like you're close to 25, That's girl. awesome. Like, don't crack. You're going to be fine, girl. Shit, you're going to be all right. Definitely. But um, since I left school, because that's mm-hmm. what I decided to do. Um, I decided to take on music full time mm-hmm. and yeah. Okay, so now my next question is Tell us about some of your musical inspirations Some Ooh. of the people who inspire you to do what you do <sighs> Currently, uh, people who are like Not to say relevant But sort of the people who are at the forefront right mm-hmm. now I'd say your scissors, Cardi Why did I say Cardi? No, I'm not a rapper Scissor, <laughs> um, Kehlani <laughs> Really, that's my vibe yeah. right now. But in the past, there was a lot of R&B, like a lot of old school, like Brandy, mm-hmm. Monica, and then your Beyonce's came along and Rihanna, because okay. I love her tone. So different. Yeah, I mean, the girl Riri, who doesn't love Riri, you, you know? Come and on, if you man. do, you're a straight up hater, because yeah. you can find something to like. Dude, honestly. Mm-hmm. But do you know what we're going to do? I would here? really love for you to sing for us because yeah. I can't wait anymore. Yeah. And I know these people can't. All right, so I've got all your stuff loaded up right here. I'm gonna have yeah. Let's let's see which one you let's have. Okay. I'm have to no, I got all of them. I've got Tito Mboeni. I've got what you think about that. Uh-huh. What you think about that? Mm-hmm. And I've got Why Tat. How do I Why it? It's actually just uh, the abbreviation for what you think about that. So that <laughs> y, um, W-Y-T-A-T is what you play because that's the instrumental. Okay, so mm-hmm. you ready, girl? Are you Am I? You're on the spot. Are you ready? I mean, but like, I warned you beforehand, though. Yeah, but so like, it's not like on the spot. spot. This is the spot. So I'm going to turn your mic up. I'm going to turn this bed music down a bit. Yeah. And I'm going to hit play. Are you ready? Are you um, ready? I'm going to have to be ready. Are you in the zone? Do you need a moment to just woo, sir? Take a deep breath. Actually, do you know what? I saw you perform. Yeah. So you honestly have nothing to be worried about. Just we we need to get the levels right. I think you should play it. Girl, don't worry about it, man. Got a player. These are my dicks, man. All right, let's go. Just turn it up for me. How's that? Better. 
share the stage is yours. I know that I could act a lot better. Got a mean attitude, but I don't mean that. Always let me keep my way. Everybody say, man, you get it. Why don't we, why don't we break? Stuck by it, stuck to the end. If we never loved, who would you ever feel whole and alone? Don't mind the drop top you if you get there. Let me see ambition in your actions. If you never ever knew what this would be like, I want you to keep and watch life get better. So tell me, just tell me, just tell me if you are alright. So tell me, just tell me, just tell me if you feel the vibe Cause it could get better You know it gets better It could get better That's what I have for now, that's what I have for now it's just so impromptu I was like <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Girl That was something special Thank you Thank you for Why are you looking at me like that You know you killed it What do you mean uh, uh, What do you mean What's, what's the look about <laughs> So Thank you Tell us Tell us a bit about that song Tell us a bit about the process for coming up with that song. This is actually an acoustic version of it. So the other version that you have there is the actual like official single. Mm-hmm. It's called What You Think About That. And that's what we're pushing right now. It's just like a song about completely being unapologetic, asking for what you want. It's basically a girl just asking her the dude she likes. Like, mm-hmm. are we going to make this official or not? Like, what do you think about that? Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And how long did it take you to... Right, produced the song. Did you produce the beat no, no, yourself? No, no, no. Sticks did. Uh, Sticks did. It took, how long did it take us? I think it took us a few days because he just had a part or snippet of it. And I was like, uh, I've got the hook. I figured out the hook and I came back. And what are you drinking? I am dead. Wine, I'm dead. Real nigga shit. Gang, gang. Thursday. Damn straight. You know how it Whoa. is. Whoa. Um, okay. Uh, no, it's cause the show is, it used to be on a Friday. Um, so now in my mind, I've been conditioned to know that when I have the show, something fun is probably going to happen afterwards. So usually I prepare. During mm, or before, just setting not, yourself up for the yeah. For also, the rest of the day. and I feel like I'm sounding a bit like an alcoholic. That's not the case. Uh, I just drink on occasion. I don't want to put it but out. But we digress. We're yes, we digress. Music, uh, girl. Ah, that wine box <laughs> caught me yeah, off guard. I'll admit the box is a bit ratchet because um, you're not allowed glass in the studio. So I was like, uh, rough meat heart. substitute, right? Uh, okay. So yeah, that single is out. Um, mm-hmm. You can get it on iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And now, how many other songs have you released? How um, many other singles, EPs, things so like that? So, we released a free uh, track a week before this single came out. Um, and then we released a freestyle. That's three. I haven't really put out everything that I wanted to put out. I'm waiting. It'll probably come out next year because mm-hmm. I, um, I have an EP coming out. So, all of that should be on there. But I've done a few collaborations thus far. Like with whom? With Stogie T and Black oh, Liz So check out Stogie's mixtape Honey and Pain Check out Black Liz's album Baby Brother And then there's a few other things I think Bergie Fresh is dropping his project on Friday And I'm on that And then 
DB. This rapper sure. DB is dropping a track on Monday, and I'm on that. Damn. So you're all over the place. I'm just trying to do as much as I possibly can. I like can. that because yeah. you have the talent, so you definitely must. Mm. And all for all those people, I hope they they recorded your performance at the broadcast. Show yeah, they did. Right. They did. People, you must go and check that shit out. Yeah. Yo. It was fun. It was. That fun. was. I was mesmerized. Some of the other people, they were good. There were some great performance there. Mm. But I was blown away. Me and Adele, I was even trying to call him now because he, yeah. he couldn't be here. But he said he wanted to talk to you so badly. Yeah. Because yo, we were just blown away by your talent, girl. Thank you. So tell me, when did you realize that you could actually sing like this? So sing like this is relative. Because <laughs> to me, it's normal. Mm-hmm. But when did I realize that it? maybe some people thought it was a little different or special? Mm-hmm. Uh, from a young age, actually, then like preschool, weird. Preschool, weird. Who can sing in preschool? It's what? really weird. You know when you have Damn. the concerts and they make you stand in front sure. and you have to sing and you have to do the lead. Damn, it was, it was pre- that's that's the definition of a God-given gift. God damn. No, honestly, honestly, I can't take credit for it. It's just sure. something that. And that is greater than me, definitely. Damn. So, who are some of the best people that you've worked with? I remember you mentioned a lot of cool big people. Just the best? Now. Like you named Rob <laughs> F. <laughs> like, fuck. Dude. <laughs> so, who are some of the best people you've worked with? <laughs> no, you don't need to throw shade, but like, if no. you want to, go off. <laughs> it's a lot. It's. <laughs> you know who's super nice Because they've been They've like given me A few opportunities It's definitely like a DJ Zintle She's super nice mm-hmm. um, And I worked with her And it was just It's always nice to see Like these big artists Who are To me at their top At the, like the top of their game Allowing you to be mm. Like they respect You as much as I feel like people respect you As much as you respect yourself Yeah so if you take yourself seriously, being in a room with like a stogie tea and they allow you to be you, it's because like you bring something to the table. Damn straight. I, Bars. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. That was Even deep. like Les, everyone is super dope, but I really like working with my producer sticks. Mm. Like I feel like we push, we push the boundaries all the time. Super talented. And I think over the past three years that we've worked together, like the growth has been incredible. Mm. That's like my favorite person to work with. Oh, for yeah. real. So now this other song that I have here, Tito Mboweni. <sighs> is that <laughs> why the deep sigh? What's was, was that was, also, was, <laughs> was that also produced by Sticks? That was not. That was actually that's actually a cover of um, like of the Tito Mboweni. Oh shit! <laughs> I thought let me do the wow. one song and do like a cover. So I, I did that a while ago. How do you feel about it? Do you, do you want the people to hear it? I actually would love for you to play the actual what you think about that, you know. Okay, let's do that. I would love that. Okay, we'll do that, and then we'll and we be can right actually, back. You, yeah, yeah. And then we can what? We could pull up the cover I did online, actually. Okay, Which all right. Cool too. The cover of what Tito Mbroni. Mm-hmm. It's actually right here already. But let's start with what you think about that. Mm. Right? Oh, you have, you have the cover. Come on, girl. Oh, come on, man. I'm ready. I My told you this was not please. great. <laughs> I had to redo it. Okay, so we have Lucille Slade with what you think about that the yes. radio edition. Enjoy, people. Radio single, get it, get it, get it. Tell me if you want me to. 
Jazz always comes in so hard. Sure, dude. Now, anyone who didn't believe me that this female is disgustingly talented, you are eating your words right now. I stopped listening at disgusting. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like talented. I'm like, whoo. No, like top floor talent, girl. Uh, okay, so I actually just asked you this off air, but I want to mm. ask you again. So my mom always says this thing. What is your big audacious goal? Shout mm. out, mama. I love you. What is your big audacious goal? Um, I just, it was pretty simple, like to be the biggest female artist mm. in South Africa. I think for like maybe a solid two years running and then we take on Africa. Okay. I think that the world is definitely looking at Africa. You don't necessarily need to leave. You, the thing is, you, you will automatically like leave as, as your career starts to elevate mm. and you move into different territories. But I do think that focusing on your, your continent. Mm, exactly. It's a sure way to get to the rest of the world. Exactly. And Africa has, I think, something weird, like the eight biggest, okay, maybe eight is a bit drastic, but the mm. six biggest emerging economies in the world are in Africa. So what's happening with Africa our recession? is the place. Africa is open for business for real, for real. And I like that you actually mentioned that you don't need to go to your Americas, to your Londons to be a big star. You just need to have fucking talent and you need to back yourself and you need to put in the hours. You need to get your ten thousand hours, and then you then you're through. 
You know? Why decide? Because <laughs> it takes a bit more than talent. It takes a lot more than talent. Talent and hard work. That's, you know, it needs, you know, like. A combination, but also it's really important to have a team. Mm. Like a good team. As an artist, I think you can only do so much for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we see it all the time. Like the reason why some artists just don't reach their full potential. And a fear of mine is like when you don't have the right team. The right team to help you with your PR, your marketing, the right team to get mm. you on certain stages like booking agents. It's not just a one man show and it's, it's like when people sit, sit down for interviews and it's all about me, me, me. Mm. You, you tend to forget that an artist actually has like a lot more moving parts. So when you sit down, you're actually not representing yourself. You're representing a team of people who believe in a dream that ultimately is yours, but sure. it's a bit bigger than you. Damn. Buzz, you just and you say you're not a rapper, like you could be a rapper. As the a buzz, rapper, the buzz you've been spitting, dude. And actually, I have a couple of artists that I'd love to put you in touch with because, mm. uh, like I said, I back your talent, girl, for real, for real. Are they are they dope? Yes, they are. They're dope, dope, dope. They, okay. I actually already told the big hash about you. I don't know if you. I've met the big hash. Sticks is somebody who produces yeah, for him as so, well. Like also it, that whole internet wave team. Now, actually, I love them. They're yeah, super cool. Some of them were actually supposed to be there because I was talking to 808 about you. He said he's already heard you, heard mm. of you. So like, girl, let's do it. Let's, let's take over the internet. And we also, so what we're trying to do, what we're trying to start here is this thing called Millennial Sessions. And you know, mm. NPR Tiny Desk concerts. Oh yes, yes, yes. I so love, love. That's love. that's what we're trying to do here. Mm. And girl. We Let's need do to it. Have you there for Especially reals, live for band. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, speaking my language. <laughs> yes, but we'll we'll definitely be in touch about Please. all of that stuff. Um, wow. Dude, you literally blew me away today. Thank you so much. Thank you um, for having me. Please inspire the people. Anyone, although you already have, mm. have but anyone who wants to be where you are, because like as I'm sure you know, our audience is. Pretty much our age Yeah It's young people It's people who are still Fighting the good fight Still yeah. trying to Find out who they are And where they fit in In this world So at the end of every show I always ask our guests Say something to inspire those people Because you never know What you'll say That could have a domino effect And yeah. change someone's life You know So drop some bars for us girl Well I'd say I'd say just keep at it Like don't stop and don't stop on someone else's accord. If someone's saying, yo, I don't really like what you're doing, you can listen to that and take that as a, okay, maybe I need to do a bit better, but don't take that as a, I need to stop completely. Mm. Nobody knows what your dreams are but you. And you're the only one who can see how big they are and how possible they are. Don't let the discouragements completely knock you down. Mm-hmm. Like, knock you down for a day, take a day out, cry if you need to, feel super bad, but tomorrow you wake up and you try again. Yeah. Because nobody's trying to look back and be 35 and go, Ugh, I should have taken that opportunity when I was 25. I should have just Damn put my straight. music out. And also, no one knows that you exist until, until you, you put your stuff out there. Bars. So you and your mom knowing that you're mad dope, that, that doesn't help your career. Take a little video. Your phone is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Even if the quality the is internet, not that great. Man. Dude. And don't listen to people who are like, oh, what if they don't like it? Okay, if they don't like it, then we figure out something that... Speaks to you And you get better As you continue Yeah Like Dude Rome wasn't built in a day Just dropping all the bars Dude Like yeah. You are so right You are very very right You have to take your life Into our own hands And one thing I kind of I think about our One great thing I think about our generation mm. Is that 
all of us at a young age, or I definitely see this amongst my friends, like we're almost old souls. Like we're, we're definitely urgent to get things going. <sighs> so we're not, I don't think, I, I think a lot of us aren't going to be in that predicament where we're 35 looking back on if I wish yeah. we did it now, you know, like I'm 23, he's 23 and we're, we're already starting our own things. You know, you're 20, you're turning four. 24. And a you, girl is 24 And you've, 25. you've worked with some of the biggest <laughs> names In the industry already yeah. And like you haven't even released your own EP dude So like yeah. the world is your oyster Just be our patient oyster. with yourself It's your oyster well. Is that Instagram live or just videos? Cause it's on my uh, vlog I'm trying to vlog Yeah everyone on that vlog <laughs> You The world is yours Take it Alright Um Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Like, this was so much fun. I really had a blast. Uh, why don't you tell the people where they can find you on social media? Um, it's Lucille Slade on all platforms. So L-U-C-I-L-L-E-S-L-A-D-E. Real name, real surname. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Damn. You can find music. Find me. Oh, <laughs> all right, guys. Sure. Well, I had so much fun this week. Um, catch us back here next week. We're gonna have more beautiful with people. a box wine. Yeah, um, maybe not next week. I think wine. I'm gonna be a bit more classy next week. I'll, maybe I'll bring. No, some drink drinks. wine because it's my birthday. Have wine okay. next week. I will do that. <laughs> I'll definitely do that. All right, y'all. So one more time from the Millennial Gen team, which is just me today. Thank you all for me, Kani Palmer. I wish every single one of you love, light, happiness, and just a spectacular weekend and oh, week yeah. further, yo. Love you all. I've got a dope song for y'all. It's called Wish You Were Here. And y'all, we are out. This is CliffCentral.com.